Hello and welcome back to Abridged. This is our Absurdia one-shot, and we are having a blast with this. As always, this is this is definitely gonna be on the list of like favorite ones for the year. I think it's just it's already so fun, you know. Yeah. It's it's PvP insane and it's going finest. to get worse, I'm sure. <laughs> it's already a Thorny's contender. And that's not supposed to that's not strictly supposed to be PvP all the time, but that's what we've turned it into. It has been quite it has been quite the thing, but we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the the flashback in a second, but first I want to invite everyone to join us over on the actual place. That is our home for our podcast. And uh, Quinn has a uh, a little a little abode there as well with Monster Hour, which is phenomenal. Definitely go check that out when you get the chance. And if you would like to pick up Absurdia, it is going to be in our show notes. Ooh. Highly recommend that as well. Go yes. uh, go support Quinn. This is yes. such a cool freaking game. <laughs> yes, I you love too. the system. You too can <laughs> you too. <laughs> create a, a massive PvP fight. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry I interrupted you there. I thought you were saying like you too as like uh, you know when like you're ever talking to somebody and you like say the wrong thing at the end of the conversation. Like you're at the store and then Oh like, yeah, no. Like, you, get, your you, know. <laughs> you too. Yeah. You too. Yeah. Quinn makes great games. Here's you your receipt. You too. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, thank you yeah but uh, this game is fantastic check it out highly recommend you pick it up and with that we will go ahead and get back to it but uh quinn why don't you get us back into this and let us know what happened last time yeah so a lot of a lot of outrage happened last time <laughs> a and uh, Much a lot of inter party disagreement yes. so ace fled from the radio station and ran to ran into the very tall, large figure, which has been haunting people's vision and peripheral vision since the initial incident at the the bridge. Upon interacting with this entity, Ace felt a, a remarkable outrage towards Marvin Hendricks for sicking the mob on him and his radio station. The the stranger let him let him go without any sort of accosting, and he fled to the bloated toad where Benny and frog companion Harley, two of Ace's friends, make their living and regrouped there. Theodore came out of the outrage fog along with the rest of the mob that had assailed the radio station, which uh, dissipated. Crashing. <laughs> yeah, after it was pretty well ruined, the crowd sort of dissipated and Theodore made his way back to the bridge where Marv and Hendrix did a little bit of investigating. They discovered some bureaucratic paraphernalia at the construction site and also found themselves face to face with this large sort of business casually dressed man who handed them the final sheaf of petition against the bridge that never made it to City Hall and sent them on their way. Before they could act on their outrage, however, they ran into our friendly neighborhood bureaucrat, Theodore, uh, and immediately <laughs> chased him into the, the construction site. <laughs> Theodore in, in hiding uh, from Marv circular saw. I did hit him with a few of my paintballs, weapon. right? Yes, you, you did. did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Hendrix and Marv were beginning to search. Marv discovered some 
bureaucratic papers and a, a sort of inkwell and quill hidden under some of the construction materials. And as he did so, he heard a voice whispered over his shoulder directly into his ear, seemingly egging him on about uh, how these were bureaucratic documents uh, and materials, underscoring the, the rage already inside of him. Uh, and in doing so, costing him one essence. We are going to pick up at the construction site underneath the bridge, and let's pick up with Hendrix. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> we left off with Marv, Marv's investigation. Yeah. Uh, Hendrix, what are you doing? Well, I I'm pretty mad at Theodore <laughs> at the moment. I guess at the... the bureaucracy in general. So I'm probably just searching for Theodore or any sign of a bureaucracy here to uh, take my outrage out on. <laughs> okay. Why don't you give me a roll to assess reality as well? Okay. Are you, in doing this, are you like splitting off from Marv or are you kind of like staying close working as a team? Is this divide and conquer or is this strength in numbers? I think this is divide and conquer just because I think they're both too angry to coordinate. If if you would agree with that, Andrew. <laughs> I agree, yes. Okay. Uh, like, because Marv is also Fabulous. being, uh, yeah. <laughs> Marv is also being influenced right now. Yeah, so we he's love not paying attention. the party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guess what I rolled? What did you roll? Snake eyes. Also, oh, I just need to boy. point out that these were my crit show dice. Um, oh. so. <laughs> the cursed ones. Yeah. I rolled snake eyes, and I have zero wit, so it's And two. have you rolled a success in this game? I got a seven on that one roll, and oh, that was yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the first episode. <laughs> well, last episode, she had one, too, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything else has been a... Oh, wait, and I did successfully pickpocket Gary. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you did. Everything right. else has been yep. a failure. Though. Okay, not as bad as I thought. <laughs> okay. So I think you are sort of traipsing around, and you too hear this whisper that seems to like burrow in through your ear to the base of your spine, uh, and you feel a, a bile sort of rising up in your stomach as this anger, this this outrage grows. And I need you to add a second fracture called Scandalized. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so go ahead and assign that to one of your basic moves. Uh, is that I'll both of us or just Hendrix? Since that's what I just last rolled. Okay, uh, this is just Hendrix. Okay. So yeah, uh, you are now Scandalized and go ahead and mark one essence. Ooh. As you hear a whisper over your shoulder say, you know, sometimes when you don't find anything, it's even worse. The cover-up is worse than the crime, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh. it is. <laughs> Theodore, what are you up to right now? Hiding. Are, are you there's okay? People trying to there's people trying to take take me out. So I'm I'm like hiding in an excavator with the doors locked, and okay. I'm probably bored sitting in this es excavator. A little ex excavator. Excavator. Yep. I'm escaping in the excavator. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably just like looking around like, this is kind of dirty, but I'm covered in paint, so who cares? Are you like in shelter or are you looking around at all? 
I'm looking around because I'm kind of bored. I'm, I'm kind of like listening for these people to leave, but I'm just kind of looking around. Okay. Yeah, I think you... I think you see Hendrix kind of like looking around, searching for, for you. And you see very quickly a large man, about seven and a half feet tall, stride out from behind one of the pieces of construction material, lean over Hendrix's shoulder, and then walk just as quickly away. Like the whole thing takes a second or two. Uh, Hendrix doesn't even seem to notice. And in the back of your mind, you have the faintest flashback of staring through the eternal rail yard and seeing the silhouette of this figure between the trains as they rolled by just before you succumbed to the fog of concern. Hmm. I think this is my saboteur. Do I recognize this person? Like my immediate thought is like dressed business casual. This must be some member of the bureaucracy from somewhere else. No, you do not. That's weird. Did I see where this person went? Yeah, they stepped quickly behind like another like set of rebar or something like that. I'm going to prefab concrete. Him. I'm going to I'm okay. going to sneak after him and I'm going to hold my like stapler out in front of me. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to try to like sneak behind, I'm not going to I'm trying to not be seen by the other two, but I'm going to kind of like sneak out the other side of the excavator. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to sneak. I'm going to do a sneak. Let's jump back to you. I want to I want to jump to Ace. Okay. Ace, we left you on your way to City Hall, I believe. That is correct. Yes. I think we find you there outside of the main entrance, City Hall, uh, much like the code compliance officers, a building so dull, so drab, so staid that it it almost lacks features entirely. In fact, if you didn't know exactly where it was, it would be difficult to find it uh, or even <laughs> see it between the other buildings. Hmm. But you have been to City Hall before and you throw open the doors to find the utterly mundane and plain foyer of City Hall. Is there a, a receptionist at the, at the desk or anything? Oh, yes. Hmm. There are several receptionists. Ah, it's one of those desks. All right. Uh, uh, you can see them all. I think they're in a line and they're all like processing paper. There's a big stack of paper on one side of this long desk and there's a big stack of paper on the other side and they are the one on the far left, like grabs a piece of paper, studies it for a few moments, makes a few notations with a pen and then passes it down and then the next receptionist does something similar and then the next until the final receptionist puts it on the large stack of paper at the other side. Hmm. Uh, he will he will approach the desk and try to appear professional. Clear his throat. <clears throat> uh, without looking up, the receptionist says, do you have an appointment? He just takes it a breath. He's like, I do not. Uh, breathing I... the municipal air has a processing fee of five cents. He he kind of he kind of leans in over the desk, most definitely in her personal space, if she has personal anything, since she seems to be corporate entity. But uh, he he just he says to her, "I have had a day, and I would very desperately like to speak to someone about the bridge." 
she grabs, she pulls open a drawer and grabs several pieces of paper and hands them to you and says, permit for the, permit for air intake in the municipal foyer, permit for listening to your problems, and permit for directing you to the proper office. Please fill out these forms in triplicate and I would be happy to assist you. Well, <laughs> sorry, not happy. I will assist you. <laughs> oh boy, what will he do? Considering that one of my agendas is Inquisitor. You will get to the bottom of things, no matter the cost. Mark experience when you act callously or maliciously to get the truth. Oh. And now I'm oh just why? I'm just wondering now, is he gonna put up with this or is he going to do something more drastic? Uh. Maybe he should uh, go look at the bridge. <laughs> just thought. I I think well, but he he thinks too. He saw the he saw the figure in the in the corporate casual outfit. Oh, that's and true. So, Never mind. And so, and so he's also <laughs> thinking of okay, that had to be some kind of corporate something. They know and they're hiding it. So is is there a like a like a bank of elevators or something behind the behind the desk or anything, or is it like walled off or blocked or something? Yeah, I mean, there's a a red tape cordon, but there's a bay of elevators back there. Hmm. Can I make my move um, natural interviewer to see if they would tell me anything, or can you just pretty much tell me that they're not going to tell me anything because I haven't filled out stupid forms? No, you can naturally interview them. Okay. Uh, he he. She sets them down in front of him, and he 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 nods to her kind of cordially. He's like, uh, "Yes, of course, of course, I I will." But it, I I I don't want to waste um, any of your clearly valuable time today, but uh, I, I, in order to expedite this process, I, 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 I was wondering if um, perhaps you might be able to, to help me with this. Um, you might have heard a report uh, this morning I, I made uh, on the Veritas Hour. Perhaps you, perhaps you listen? Uh, yes, of course you do. Anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> she hasn't looked up this entire time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's he's gone he's gone into animated mode. He's he's radio host, and he's like, uh, would would you happen to know of of anything in regards to the um to the bridge pro project down at the rail yard? The, the, there seems to be uh, very odd things happening, and and they they have begun to uh, affect affect different uh, different townspeople in very odd sorts of ways. My myself included. I I seem to be feeling some kind of burning rage toward a certain. Uh, overall wearing personage and a and a oh yes a riot instigator that was it give me a roll to naturally interview alright I rolled an 11 but I get to add cheek so well, I think that's a full success no matter what <laughs> yeah. yes anyway, I believe it is it. it is a success okay on a 10 plus hold 2 I think she glances up momentarily i don't i don't know if you even see it while you're on your your soapbox but uh she glances up and you see her pull uh, about 18 pieces of paper out of the drawer which she's pulled out almost like a filing cabinet that never seems to end it now extends about 15 feet backwards towards the elevator bay and she pulls out a ton of forms as uh, um, as well as like a, a big envelope and says all right, fine. We'll mail the permits to your house. <laughs> Failure to comply will be met with existential dread. Administered to you on a daily basis. <laughs> Administered. I love it. Oh, boy. 
Please state your questions. So you can spend your hold to ask a question from Assess Reality. What does this person want? What does this person fear or worry about? What does this person not want me to know? Or is this person lying to me? What does this person not want me to know? I know I asked that before, but it works again here. And I succeeded, so no wrong answers. Haha. <laughs> For once. <laughs> I don't... I'm not sure if there's anything she doesn't want you to know. She doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, I won't... I, I won't make you spend one of your questions uh, for that. Okay. I suppose she's not the best source for information in this case, is she? You don't know. You're not sure what she knows. I think I'm going to save my other hold, and this might be a... Might be. This is a terribly drastic decision, but... Considering that he's got nothing, and... His driving force is his curiosity and search for the truth. He knows that he might be breaking all kinds of rules, but he's going to nod to to the receptionist, gather up these forms as if he is uh, as if he is about going to turn and go, and then he looks toward the elevator and he bolts straight to the elevator. He's going to try to go as high as he can and find somebody who will answer his questions. Yeah, give me a roll to. Face fear. <laughs> you leap over this red tape cordon and it springs to life immediately. Oh. Uh, and starts reaching for you. Okay, oh. let me see if I can avoid the living cordon rope. Got it. So that's a nine. On a on a seven and nine, I will offer you a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ace, I think you can get past this red tape cordon. The problem is that all of City Hall is going to be pursuing you. So the question is how far you get beyond this, but uh, I do think you reach the elevator bay and slam. Well, I don't know. You tell me. There's a, there's a button for up. There's a button for down. There's a button for left and a button for right. And then there's a button that says... It doesn't say anything, but I think there's just like a stack of paperwork. There's a button with an eye on it. There's a button with a traffic cone on it. There's a button with a dollar sign on it and a handful of other ones. Okay, I think in the, he knows that the bridge was a project by the Department of Transportation and he sees the traffic cone. He makes a split second decision and hits the traffic cone button. Okay. The doors open, uh, step inside, and the door shut uh, just before the red tape cordon uh, can grab you. Actually, I think the door shut on the red tape as uh, you start moving in a direction that defies conventional Euclidean geometry. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, is there a is there a um, is there a handrail in the elevator or or not? Is he just being thrown around like a <laughs> like a doll? There's a handrail. You're still being thrown around like a doll. Okay. Well then, <laughs> I. All right, yeah. yeah, he's gonna have bruises, yep. Yeah, but after just a few moments, you come to uh, arrive at the Department of Transportation. Uh, hey, Theodore, what does the Department of Transportation look like? <laughs> does it look like anything in particular or is it just like kind of a, you're st like a, a I stereotypical think in general, the Department of Transportation looks very, very, very bland. Like the walls okay. are gray and the the lights above kind of flicker a little bit. 
There is, on the other hand, one just tiny bit of whimsy that some former head of the department added, which is the floor is made to look like a road. Like okay. the carpeting is a road. <laughs> and you is can see like around that? the edges, it's begun to get like pulled up. But somebody changed the carpet into a road as like just a, 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 a way of adding some form of whimsy and everyone just sort of hates it. Is it like <laughs> that rug, like carpet thing that like everyone had as a, had as a kid mm -hmm. that has like the little roads no, I mean, and like, like It's literally like an asphalt it. road. Oh. oh, it's like asphalt <laughs> But yeah. like in carpeting. How is that whimsical? Okay. Well, no, well, because it's, it's a road for and City it's Hall. Saying, this is the best we got. Okay? Hannah, she's saying it is. She's saying it is just a carpet. But I had the exact same <laughs> thought of the exact same rug <laughs> that you were. That I was gonna yeah. say it, and then you beat me to it. We're on Mar the same Marla spent three years and filled out over one thousand pieces of paperwork to get this installed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, and everyone else has 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 put like at the suggestion box is full of get rid of the road, like just, yeah, there, just get rid of it. Nobody likes over, it except for Marla. Yeah, Ace, there's an overflowing suggestion box uh, at the entryway, which has clearly not been emptied or read uh, for several years at the entryway <laughs> as you step inside. I think generally this is like rows and rows of uh, cubicles, uh, all all gray, stretching back for some significant distance with a sign overhead that says in bold typeface, Department of Transportation. Ah. There's a handful of people at desks that you can see. A lot of people are, or a lot of desks are unoccupied. I think I would know, or would I know enough about the workings of City Hall to know who Miss Marla actually is and, and that she's the head of this or not. Yeah, probably. Okay, then I step out and I am looking very pointedly for a, uh, for a door with a nameplate on it that says Marla. Yeah, there's only one door uh, aside from the one that you came in and it's the office in the very back. Okay, so he is just striding resolutely through the office. I'm guessing nobody is looking up at all, and and he just just <laughs> under thinking. just under his breath, he's kind of he's kind of hyping himself. He's like, "All right, Ace, all right. This is this is this is going to be the most important broadcast of your possibly of your career, or maybe the last one you make in your life, depending on how it is received." So, oh, attention, bureaucrats. There is an unauthorized visitor in City Hall. Please be on the lookout for reporter Ace. Attention, bureaucrats. Uh, and you see the uh, the besuited individuals at their desks uh, look up and kind of glance around and lock eyes with you. Uh, yeah, he is going to increase his pace and he is going to hopefully... <laughs> at least get to within earshot of her before he is mauled to death, possibly, because... Give me a roll to save your skin. He is... Mm. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he has an idea that might actually make her listen if he can tell her how... Hey, if you can get there. I uh, know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, as you start to quicken your pace and run, uh, I think the carpet starts to lift up in different places and form into ribbons of asphalt uh, that start to lash out towards you. That's a three I rolled. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah. Well, what's your? Uh, I mean, guess it doesn't matter what. what I'm pretty sure it doesn't fine. matter what my addition is. I've got. Nope. I've got a plus four. Uh, yeah. In, you unless, are. In, wait, 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 wait. I I don't. You screwed no, my guy. None of us start out with essence, right? We have to be given it. Like I wouldn't have any because I haven't been given any. Well, it starts empty and you mark it as you use it. Yeah. Okay. Well then I. Like, so I have nothing I can use? Okay, I was thinking a third well, die, but... I think what he's trying to ask, Quinn, is if he can push after the roll, or if that's a pre-roll thing. Does that no, have to be you gotta push yourself before the roll. Ah, oh, no. you should have rolled a third oh. one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, now we know, at least. Okay, fine. Uh, oh, if Leslie. you wanna... I, I, this is different from PBTA, so if you would like to mark essence and push yourself, I usually give folks a grace period. If if it is, it is up to you, I will roll if you will allow me to roll. I will. Okay. I am kind of benevolent. Okay. <laughs> you have to be when your players do misguided things like break into City Hall. Yeah. Like break into City Hall, yes. <laughs> that curiosity you is going to... have to be. That, that curiosity true. is going to kill him. Curiosity will kill him. I have a t-shirt uh, for Thornvale that says, uh, I'm fair, not benevolent. <laughs> uh, okay, I have marked one essence and with an addition of a four... Uh, so that makes three plus four plus I believe that's a plus one. Even with the even with it's the mixed, yeah. negative one or whatever. Well, I guess it's not in that one, but it's a mixed regardless. Okay, it's mixed. Yeah, you're right. As long as it's not your minus one. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So on a seven to nine, you can choose to escape or not, but there is a price to pay if you do. You will be trapped in this office. You there will be no escape. <laughs> If I, uh, if I, this is not so much a choice as just a natural consequence of what you're doing. Yeah, fair yeah. point. So if I don't, if I don't try to like run away now, I will be stuck. Yes. Or I'm, st or I'm stuck anyway. I suppose if you would like to flee to the elevator instead of going to the office, then yes, you could escape that way. Uh, but if you go That's, to the office, you will be trapped. Your curiosity. No, no, that would be that would be completely counterintuitive to to the whole reason he's doing this. Oh man, I don't want my character to die, but yep, he's going for it. He's going for it. Okay, you throw open the door to find a slightly bigger, uh, if equally bland, office with one small window looking out on Veilthorn. Oh, oh wait, she doesn't I... have a window. Well, unless she unless she earned one since did the she last earn time the window? Yeah, since remember last from episode one, she says she doesn't get one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh, no window. There's a picture of Veilthorn. <laughs> and she looks up and says, What is the meaning of this? Uh, he, How he, dare you interrupt me while I'm working? Uh, uh, Miss, uh, Miss, Miss Marla, C can I call you Marla? This is actually terribly no. important. No, it's, it's absolutely a, not. It's call a, me Miss Hinkle. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, as you like. Miss Hink, uh, I realize this is terribly unorthodox and I do apologize, but I believe you might want to hear what I have to say. I believe I may have identified the saboteur of your uh, bridge project. Hey! Give me a roll to sway. All right. <laughs> That's my job. That is a seven on the roll. Can't allow a civilian to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> I have to discredit him somehow. Oh, uh, that makes it an eight, actually. Okay. Susanna, you can just claim uh, credit for someone else's work afterwards, like <laughs> the bureaucracy does. <laughs> yep. 
On a seven and nine, they will do it, but I will choose an option from the list below. They want more than what you're offering. They demand payment up front. They have a better idea for achieving your goal or they stall and dither for a while. I think she looks at you and says, I know who you are. You're the reporter. That is, that is correct, ma'am. I, I, I am, or rather I would In be exchange if I... for not having you thrown into the Department of Licensing for the next, uh, oh, let's just say the remainder of your life, <laughs> uh, you'll tell me what you know, and I'll go on your show, and I'll claim it was my idea, and I'll get a promotion, uh, and you won't be in licensing hell. <laughs> you have one minute. Start talking. And basically, he will garble out very quickly. Every, do you want me to play this out? I can, but uh, you can, or you can just. What are you? What are you telling her? Uh, I am. I am just telling her um, about the about the different instances of seeing this uh, this uh, this figure in the distance, and of my own encounter with it, uh, and how it instills these these feelings of of uh, of anger and outrage. In, in me, and then I also say I draw the connection between that and uh, quite possibly the angry mob who was uh, who was throwing themselves against the building earlier, and how this cannot be a coincidence with multiple people seeing it, how he he is on the hunt to, to solve this, and how it is beneficial not only for himself due to his current situation, but also for her, because it seems that following this logic that the uh, that this being or creature, uh, who was dressed, um, rather... Stop! Yes? She has a stopwatch on her desk, and you can see it's been one minute. Yes, I started a stopwatch. Uh, uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's just garbling as fast as he can, which... This is, um... He, he's a good reporter, but this is uh, a rather stressful situation. He's talking for his life right now. <laughs> she says, uh, stop! I believe all of this was known by code compliance... Uh, do you have anything new besides what has been filed in the report? And he's 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 thinking he's thinking very quickly. He actually says to her, "I believe I am on the trail of of the the answers to this. I if if you would if you would grant me time, uh, ma'am, I, I I could I could find it. Of course I could. I I I believe this is uh, possibly a." Uh, uh, not related to you, of course, but but someone in your department is attempting to sabotage your your project, and and I would do my best as a uh, citizen of this town to, to to assist you. You think this is someone in my department? Uh, yes, that that would be my conclusion, uh, considering uh, what I what I saw uh, when I was um, uh, leaving my my station today. I, it seemed, it seemed to, uh, it seemed to be uh, in shape and form something, or someone, I should say, uh, that looked rather like the the wardrobes worn by um, members of City Hall. Not necessarily, uh, not necessarily your department. It could be uh, another department who is sabotaging or, or pretending to be a member of your own. But I well, I... luckily for you. Uh, I am intimately familiar with my department, uh, as well as the other departments of City Hall, uh, and I can quite confidently state that no one would survive in the bureaucracy wearing something as uh, casual as uh, khakis and a tacky argyle, so. <laughs> uh, and y you, in fact, know, or, or at least uh, you recall on your, your previous entries and your... your um, 
uh, incursion here. Uh, everyone is wearing uh, a uh, shabby, if uh, nonetheless, a, a shabby, but uh, a suit nonetheless. Okay, and it, it was it was described as an argyle. Okay, that was my fault as a player. Uh, but no, that's uh, all right. no, this is uh, this is new information, or perhaps uh, a confirmation. But uh, this person doesn't work at City Hall. Hmm. Mm. And she says this to you with with a divinity that I think you can take to the bank. Okay. Uh, yes, the Bank of Valethorn does deal in divinities and externalities. <laughs> All right. Oh, I love that. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it does appear that you have wasted my time. Uh, and time is quite precious in the bureaucracy. Uh, and she pulls out a an inkwell and a quill, and she uh, steps forward and pricks you right on the forehead. Oh. Uh, and you can see a little bit of, like, plasma. Not blood plasma, but, like multicolored, oily, kind of like ropey liquid come out with you. Uh, and I need you to mark, yeah, I'm going to say three essence. Oh uh, my, my gosh. Uh, as you feel a tenfold, the amount of time that you've been in City Hall taken from you. And she draws Yikes. it out and uh, kind of like shakes out the, the quill into the inkwell and says, consider your uh, debts to the bureaucracy paid. I suggest uh, you be on your way before we balance the ledger further, as we are required to do. And I, I think in re in reaction to this, like being pricked by the by the quill, he 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 goes absolutely stiff as a board. He's standing there, and then like she's saying this to him, but his like his breath is catching. He's like. And he's, he, he just nods very slowly and turns and and walks out because, yeah, he um I, I'd like to think that the, the, the time is like affecting him even as he's walking. So he's feeling like he's feeling he's feeling tired. He's feeling sick. He's feeling like it's some somewhere in his head. He's thinking like that voice of curiosity that's always been shouting so loud saying, you know, find the truth, find the truth, has been drowned out by a louder voice in this moment going, I am such a stupid person. I, why did I do this? But I mean, later he'll come out of it. But at the moment he's like, yeah, get me out of this building. So yeah, he, yeah. Hey, Wesley, you know, you know who else you could blame? Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> uh, I, I, who, I Susanna? Who? Yeah. Interesting you should say that. Ace, as you head out of City Hall, let's oh, jump no. to oh, no. Theodore, Okay. Marvin Hendricks. Uh, Theodore, you were slinking your way out of the excavator cabin, uh, I, I believe. Sneaking. Yeah. You're sneaking. Sneaking, sneaking. This is a role, I think, I'm trying to decide if it's face fear or save your skin. I could be persuaded either way. Um, or possibly even hoodwink, depending on how. No, it's not a hoodwink. No, I don't think it's headwinked. I'm not trying to run, hide, or otherwise evade danger. I think I'm doing I something risky in the, in the face of fear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is so not go great. Give me a roll plus pluck. <laughs> My pluck sucks. Oh, that's a 10. Okay. I rolled you, an 11 minus 1. <laughs> you accomplished what you set out to do, so I think you slink past. Uh, you're able to like exit the cab without Marv or Hendrix noticing you. 
and you very stealthily, the, the, the silentest of footfalls, follow this large man in the khakis and the argyle sweater. And you are behind him, actually. Um, he's kind of, I think you turn around like the corner that he disappeared and you see him like move some some more construction material, like some, uh, like a, uh, a spent pallet. And you can see now he is, uh, he's working on some signs that say, recall the city council. Would it, would, would I be allowed to have like a, a phone, like a camera phone? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my phone and take a picture of him. Yeah, at the at the the flash or the 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 camera click, I think he turns around and looks at you. Hi. He doesn't say anything, but uh, almost immediately you feel these tendrils of concern begin to creep over you. All too familiar. Go ahead and give me a roll to embrace chaos. Okay. Take a plus one. Uh, oh. Because you've encountered this before, and because oh. <laughs> we need to we need to finish this game. <laughs> 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 we need to actually figure uh, out what's going on here. <laughs> that is another ten. Okay. With a plus uh, one. On a ten plus, you get to hold two, and I hold none. Ooh. Oh, curiosity nearly Ooh. killed the ace. I had to follow through with the. I uh, want to. The reality. I of want City to Hall. briefly wield yeah. this yeah. power's effect and subvert this power to achieve my own ends. Okay. What are you attempting to do with this power? As a fan of your character, I will tell you that this man is immune to its effects. Oh, okay. But if you would I like was... to wield it some other way, perhaps on one of your companions. Well, I was gonna make it turn itself in. <laughs> You could compel Theodore to shoot at it with the stapler. <laughs> or, or, I'm sorry. I am Theodore. You are Theodore. I'm sorry. My fault. You could compel one of us to attack it, though, maybe. Yeah, I think um, I kind of glance over my shoulder at the others. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of, like, kind of, like, sneak forward and, like, touch this thing. Because I want to know, like, what it is. But I, I kind of, like, reach forward and, like, grab onto its argyle sweater. And yeah. I can... I don't know, I can feel this like rush of energy that kind of like pulses through me and I'm like, oh, I can do things too. And I'm like, well, I need to contain this 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 entity. And so, yeah, I turn around to the other two where I can kind of see them sneaking along behind me looking for me and uh, I turn it on them. I want them to uh, to contain this thing, to hold it down and yeah. bring it to City <laughs> Hall with me. So I think like... Ace, you see these kind of like squiggle lines emanating out like a, almost like a fog or a cloud from uh, this entity. And you you reach out and touch his, his argyle sweater and it starts to flow through you. And for a moment, you do feel that, that rush of, uh, it starts as like a, a bubbling concern in your gut and then it builds up to like a bileless, um, uh, outrage in in your esophagus, uh, but you you channel it through you, and the tendrils reach out to Marv and Hendrix, and Marv and Hendrix, your outrage fracture stays, but the source of your outrage changes. Oh, uh, it's no longer you're no longer outraged at City Hall and their 
you know, purported cover-up of, of what's happening at the bridge, you're now outraged at this creature for what it did to you. Uh, and you can <laughs> see it clearly now. This, you know, large kind of business casually dressed uh, man with bulging eyes. And because I really appreciate the the name of this, I'm going to say it now that you're you're in the thick of it. Ah. Uh, and I think the three of you grasp that you are in the presence of a concern troll. Concern. <laughs> 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 oh my. Okay, uh, this is the moment. I want to manifest my imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay, what, tell us about your imaginary friend. All right, so I think this is the first time I'm going to describe Hendrix to you now that we're, you know, in the, the last uh, <laughs> confrontation <laughs> here. Um, but Hendrix is like this, uh, the descriptors I chose were like uh, thrifty clothes, dyed hair, and piercings. Uh, so she's a young uh, black girl with uh, these like rows and rows of box braids that are neon green. She kind of has that whole like punk aesthetic. And she has this skateboard, and on the bottom of like her skateboard, she has a sticker that has um, a goose no. with uh, a knife in its mouth, and it says "Become ungovernable." And I knew that was gonna be it. I knew and so it. her imaginary friend is the goose. So the goose <laughs> manifests from the skateboard. However. It is a 2D cartoon goose. So like when it turns <laughs> sideways, it completely disappears. So, oh and wow. it can talk. However, goose only talks in the voice of Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that just kept building so perfectly. <laughs> I've been this, waiting for oh, this, okay? This is absolutely incredible and I'm my so only complaint is that we didn't get it sooner <laughs> yes yes that is my only complaint unbelievable okay <laughs> what is your friend's name goose goose, name is goose. goose. <laughs> goose. uh yeah so goose goose manifests this 2d cartoon he pulls himself of a goose out of the with a knife <laughs> Oh man! And he, oh. um, as my and imaginary so I started friend, stabbing. I have to. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm sorry. I, if I just stole your thunder, I'm so sorry. Him. But um, he gets Hannah, too Hannah, I'm gonna harm. need you to do a Danny DeVito note voice for Goose. <laughs> I tried so hard. The only like really good quote I know from him is that episode from Always Sunny, where he's like, "I'm the trash man." I go to the, I just throw garbage all over the ring. <laughs> That's the only good quote I know. That's my Danny DeVito voice for everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah, I guess the, the goose comes out. He's like, so can I start stabbing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I stole your thunder earlier. It's okay. <laughs> and yeah, so uh, this is goose. I'm so oh. glad I got to finally use him. Oh <laughs> I was just staring in wonder. <laughs> Incredible. Thinking about some kind of regulation that probably needs on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> it is a vehicle. I know. It's just like this seems. I clearly 
why there must be some rule for this. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. I kind uh, of derailed the episode. <laughs> in the best way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Hendrix uh, and Goose are going to run up and confront this uh, concern troll. <laughs> incredible. I think the com with uh, I think in the combination of Theodore's uh, overcoming of the concern trolls worrying aura along with the appearance of Goose, the troll turns and starts running towards town. Ooh, actually I remember why I did this. The troll runs into uh, the Eternal Rail Yard. Oh, oh no. Or the other side of town. <laughs> what do you do? Chase him. <laughs> yeah, I think Theodore is gonna, gonna point and, sa and say, stop that man. <laughs> okay, give me, Hendrix, give me a roll to face fear. Okay. Uh, oh. I rolled a seven, but my pluck is minus one. So it's a oh, six. No. You should have pushed yourself. Ooh. You should have pushed yourself. Yeah, well, on the plus side, you gain experience because yeah. it's your fracture move. <laughs> yes. uh, on the downside, the concern troll takes off at like a. It looks like a. He's kind of running uh, in a very. He's not running like someone with a great deal of athleticism, but he's moving remarkably quickly. Uh, mm. And he like, like his arms are kind of like held close to his chest and they're they're kind of uh, flailing almost like a T-Rex. <laughs> um, but he's running so fast. Uh, and <laughs> he like, he does like a little hop hurdle that looks ridiculous, but he clears like 20 feet. Uh, oh my God as he leaps through the rail yard and Hendrix, you're hit by one of the trains <laughs> for oh, three harm. No. I oh. will say Goose gives me oh, a no. one armor and tropics. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, you're not hit full, like head on by the train. I think Goose like pulls you back with his duck bill <laughs> or goose bill. <laughs> um, uh, so you only take two harm. Um, okay. But it still hurts a lot. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, cool Marv, cool. what are you up to right now? So Theodore I have been this. waiting. It's a tough act to follow with Goose showing up. But, um, <laughs> I uh, I have been waiting for the right moment in the game to use a move I've been excited about. And it says that I need a bit of time. Would you say that this distraction has been a bit of time? What's the move? <laughs> Creative destruction. Ah. Um, it'll it's probably okay, take but... a little more than that, but uh, okay. okay. not a lot more. Okay. You should use your move. Okay. I am going to... Um, can you push yourself on any roll or just base moves? Just basic moves unless you have... Okay, just uh, basic. Oh, I see that now. That basic move. Gotcha. Okay, cool. All right. So what I want to do is I want to use Creative Destruction, which says given a bit of time and one scrap... You can create a wildly dangerous weapon out of a few ordinary objects. <laughs> when you do this, roll plus wits on a hit. Uh, the base stats for this weapon are one harm, close, loud, one use. On a 10 plus, choose two from the list below. Seven to nine, choose one. On a miss, it explodes in your face. So I am going to make a... What was originally, because I thought it was going to be close quarters, was originally going to be a jackhammer gatling gun, which was going to shoot, <laughs> like, rebar spikes uh, 
as like the ammo. (laughs) I am instead going to make a jackhammer sniper rifle to try and shoot this guy a long distance. I love it. Roll me, roll me that move. Because Marv, just just as a bit of like explanation, Marv was getting really angry. Like he kept getting bounced around with like what he was angry at. (laughs) And it's just kind of been boiling this whole time. So now he just wants to take it out on somebody. And this uh, concern troll is that somebody. So yeah, um, I'm going to try to make this weapon. That is a eight total. Okay. I don't remember what happens on this move. So I get to pick one. I get to pick one tag, which is unfortunate because I wanted to make it. I wanted to make it do more harm, but I need. I kind of need the far tag. So yeah. I am gonna try to like because I described this as a spike, and I am gonna try to attack. I'm gonna try to use it as like a way to like pin him down or something. You know, like I'm gonna have one shot and hopefully pin him down so we can go catch him. If okay. I if I can even you said that it was uh, gonna take some time, so hopefully yeah. So yeah. I think I think what happens is uh, the concern troll leaps through the eternal rail yard, and Hendrix in in hot pursuit gets clobbered by one of the trains. <laughs> um, you're working on this weapon, and I I want to jump to Ace actually. Um, okay. Mm, you hear because... the goose go, so you want to be a hero, kid. Well, whoop-dee-doo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Thank oh. you. Thank you so much. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, Ace, you stumble out of City Hall. Uh, yeah. Weak and wearied. And I think you can see, or, or perhaps hear, uh, a small commotion by the bridge. Yes, he steps out, he hears this. And he's just going over everything once again in his mind. And he realizes, once again, it's all about the bridge. And hearing this commotion, he, at this point, he is a bit unhealthily obsessed with the truth in this case. But he is going to head towards the bridge and not toward his own house where he could recuperate. Because he will do that after he has solved the mystery. Yeah. So you arrive at the bridge. And I think you can see down the ravine, uh, at the just at the edge of the Eternal Rail Yard, the edge of the construction staging, you see Theodore, Marv, and Hendrix. Oh uh, Hendrix my. having just uh, gotten wailed on <laughs> by one of the trains. And you see this large, uh, sort of khaki and argyle man leaping through the rail yard, uh, jumping over stationary boxcars and uh, heading towards the other other side of the bridge where you can see a crowd of protesters gathered. Ah. Not again. Well, well, he... he, (laughs) Does he he, still got his rage? I do. And I've just seen Hendrix. So, tell me if this is derailing at all, but (laughs) I I think... Derailing because it's a rail yard. I think that despite the fact that he sees the thing that has been causing this, the outrage has been quietly simmering for so long towards Hendrix, and that he sees her in a vulnerable point, having just been uh, accosted by this train. And so now, (laughs) I think he is going to head straight for her, and the one thought in his mind, thanks to Mr. Troll, is, I'm going to make her pay for this terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day that I have had. You're gonna get it from I love it. I love it. (laughs) 
we're just gonna keep that PvP train rolling. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> train puns. I'm just mm -hmm. doing what my character would do. <laughs> yeah, you start running down towards the the three. I won't say companions. The, the other three protagonists. <laughs> the antagonists of my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Theodore, what uh, what are you up to right now? I think Theodore is gonna shout at this thing to try to get its attention because he wants to know what sent it here or why it's here. So he's gonna try to get a little bit closer to it without like trying to get into the into the the things and say, "Excuse me, excuse me." What are you doing here? I it does not uh it does not turn back. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he knows like a ton what to do in this sort of situation. But I think he's just gonna take a couple more pictures on his phone so at least he could like show like what this thing is. Incredible <laughs> that's, sense that's of self-preservation. It's gotta count for something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean like Technically, I wasn't exactly uh, tasked with getting rid of it. I was supposed to <laughs> figure out what it was. <laughs> I I love this for your character. Um, okay, <laughs> great. You get you get some like primo evidence that uh, this isn't your fault. <laughs> My bad. I didn't do it. Okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna open this up to folks, just whoever wants to kind of do things. I'll I'll mediate as needed, but um, um I'd like to take my shot. Okay, uh, give me a roll. I think face fear. Face okay. fear is kind of the catch-all, so. Um, okay. You're, you're cool with me, like, deciding that I want to try to kind of, like, pin this thing with the one shot that I do have, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, you know, Marv, just to kind of describe this weapon a bit better, it's like I said, it's literally a jackhammer. Uh, my original thought was turn it into a Gatling gun because it's a jackhammer and it moves really fast. But Marv would have like taken just a little bit of time to like open up the the guts of this thing and like mess with the electronics on the inside to kind of slow it down. So it's just a powerful single action of the jackhammer, and he's like strapped it so it's like on his shoulder, almost like a cannon. And he's got a like launcher. a piece of rebar as the shot. And all I can think of is like more rebar and like a kind of a V shape holding it right in front of the jackhammer. <laughs> Uh, mover, and uh, yeah, he uh, he lines this thing up and fires at high speed this uh, this rebar bolt to try and like catch the troll in like uh, like the the argyle sweater to try and like pin him to the ground, you know, like kind of yeah. pull through it and then pin him into the ground so we can catch up to him. Yep. All right, uh, I am going to push myself on this because this is very important. I only have a plus one pluck. That is an 11. No, sorry, 10. Still Either a full success. Okay. Yeah, it works as intended. So you you shoot this through the rail yard, uh, and I think it, it pierces through a couple windows as a train goes by, <laughs> and you see it hit the concern troll and pin it to uh, the ground. The troll immediately starts, like, pulling on this thing, and you can tell... You know, it's it's not gonna hold it forever, but right. uh, it is it is currently pinned to the ground. Awesome. Does it seem? Is it by any chance maybe pinned in the middle of a track? No, I think it's it's through the rail yard already. It was like on its it way up fast, to the yeah. other side of the bridge to to get to that crowd. Yeah, mm. yeah it takes me time to uh, 
to to make something like this so oh it's also one use so like it immediately just like falls apart as soon as i take the shot like uh -huh, i think it yeah. like <laughs> self-destructs itself when the shot is made yeah it just falls apart oh yeah yeah <laughs> i had to kind of uh, mess with the structural integrity of it to get this to work and it uh didn't uh -huh. make it. yeah well I've... knowing that i told them to attack it i think i'm gonna yeah, keep I chasing should... it kind of I should clarify, you. It, it's not that you're controlling them, you're controlling yeah. the source of their outrage. I yeah. know, I know. Yeah. And Theodore just kind of kind of crosses his arms and says, well, that was, a, that was a nice shot. I mean, it'd be a shame if it got away. <laughs> <laughs> just stands Once Hendrix there. Yeah. recovers from being hit by a literal train, <laughs> she's gonna chase <laughs> after the troll again. More grazed, still not, yeah. not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a just a love tap. Grazed you know? by a literal tree. <laughs> um, I believe she might be met in the in on the way uh, during this time. I think Ace has probably arrived at this point. Yeah. So here's how, here's how I think I want to do this, Hendrix. I'm gonna have you give me a roll to save your skin as you see okay. uh, Ace barreling down the ravine towards you with villainous intent. <laughs> And Ace, give me a roll to fight, uh, not fight for your life, face fear, face uh, fear. as you try to go through the, the rail yard uh, without yeah. having a full appreciation of the timing, which Hendrix <laughs> now ha has a uh, visceral personal appreciation for. Ooh, ooh, I rolled Susanna dice and I got a 10. Hey! hey. Dragon Knight dice. Yes. Nice. I don't know why my voice decided to, to uh, turn into something reptilian for that specific <laughs> shill. Is good. An eight. So on a seven and nine, I'm going to give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay, which is that you all, you reach the rail yard basically as soon as a train starts to arrive, and the options here are you you're not going to catch up to Hendrix immediately because uh, she succeeded, she got a ten plus, um, but your choice here is to try is to jump in in front of the train. Uh, and get clipped by it, or wait for the train and fall further behind. <laughs> I I think, if anything, the imminent threat of death has possibly shaken his curiosity slightly. <laughs> Enough for him to wait for the train to pass by. Alright, we see Hendrix leap through the rail yard, and just as Ace is ready to pursue the, the train... Uh, sort of manifests out of nothing into like from like a rift uh, in nowhere and slices through the rail yard and cuts Ace off. They 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 hear from behind them the the, the trains going by. They're like, oh come on! And just like calling out to <laughs> nothing. You hear Goose start <laughs> laughing. More like Hendrix. <laughs> nothing stands between you and the concern troll, which has now almost freed itself. It has pulled out the the spike and is is getting to its feet. Okay, I guess I'm gonna shoot it with my paintball gun and sick goose on him. <laughs> okay, give me a roll to fight for your life. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's another ten. I, yeah. I'm gonna keep rolling. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. On a ten plus, you get to choose an extra effect. Ooh. Okay. Inflict plus one harm. Okay, Goose is treated as a weapon. 
when you fight for your okay, life. Okay, so. so then uh, I'll sit goose on him. So I'll I'll, yeah. I'll do that too, plus one, which is three. What does that look like? <laughs> <laughs> well, like he approaches sideways so that he's invisible because he's two-dimensional. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of like a sneak attack kind of thing. And then he um, turns as he approaches and... Uh, has the knife in his mouth and just starts bouncing around the troll, stabbing with the <laughs> knife in his mouth. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so Goose bounces around and, and stabs the troll repeatedly. I think the troll tries to respond and, like, use the spike to attack Goose, but uh, it just kind of, like, goes through Goose. <laughs> um <laughs> And Goose kind of like reforms because Goose is imaginary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm treating this as the the armor from Goose. Gotcha. Uh, and as the troll is punctured repeatedly, you see cement start to pour out and like sand. Like it's not blood, but it's building materials that start to seep out from its skin. It cements his concern. It does. <laughs> 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 oh boy. <laughs> but when it becomes readily apparent that this is a losing fight with Goose, the troll turns and once again starts running towards the crowd at the other side of the bridge. Alright, someone else's turn. <laughs> Who's doing what? What do you got? I think I have a harebrained scheme, but I don't know how effective This game it's is be. built on harebrained schemes. Hit us, Andrew. All right, so my idea is I have another kind of wild and crazy move for the scrapper that's called MacGyver. When you need to fix a complex gadget or jury rig a solution to a problem, roll plus wits. On a 10 plus, your contraption works as you intended. Explain how. On a seven to nine, it works, but choose two from the list above or list below. So I'll get to that if I get a seven to nine. So my harebrained scheme is I wanna make a train missile. And not as a weapon, but as like a way to get myself into the action because I'm so far away. So my thought is if I can like bend the tracks quickly and just like hope that a train is on that track, I can get it to change direction towards everyone else and maybe jump on it as it's turning or something. <laughs> and then incredible. And then while it's moving, maybe even I could like try and find a way to steer it. I don't know. I'm kind of doing this on the fly here. So my first goal is to use MacGyver to bend the tracks the way that I need them to go so that the I train is directed towards the troll. Yeah, give me give me a roll MacGyver. Plus, that's plus wits, I think. I'm just pulling out a bunch of random tools that shouldn't fit in my overalls and just like going to town on these railroad tracks just trying to start bending them using, uh, you know, simple machines like levers and such to, to bend these metal tracks. Incredible, roll. Um, yes. Wow, that is 11 on the dice, plus two for a 13. Finale rolls. <laughs> nice. Yes. Finale rolls, for sure. Okay, so here's how I think this works, at least in the start. You run forward, and with a speed that is as alarming as it is confounding, <laughs> you reset these tracks, uh, or, or one of the sets, to create like a jump almost yeah uh, yep yep and you hear the train horn blare as one of the eternal train yard trains 
uh, on the track that you have reset appears barreling full speed and launches itself off of the train track towards the other side of the bridge where the concern troll is sprinting towards the assembled uh, the assembled crowd of protesters. I think you, if you would like to, you can grab on, maybe you have like a magnet, you can like magnet onto oh, yeah. the train. I didn't even think about that, that's perfect, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you magnet yourself onto the cabin of the train uh, and the other three of you see this train go sailing into the air over the other <laughs> side of the bridge as Marv is propelled over the concern troll, over the crowd of protesters. Uh, <laughs> And uh, into the fray, Marv. What? What do you? You're you're over the concern troll right now. What do you do? <laughs> okay, I know what I'm gonna do. I am going to use my circular saw. Like as I'm flying through the air, approaching. I think this. I figured out my plan once the train jumped off the jump. I'm gonna pull out my circular saw and cut the connector behind the the locomotive, so that all the things behind it start to lose that momentum. And well, no, it doesn't work that way physically. But this is absurdity. It doesn't matter. The physics it doesn't, doesn't have make to sense. Work that way. So don't yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> cut the connector. I'm gonna. I don't know why I thought that way. I'm gonna cut the connector, and I'm gonna make all of the the trailing cars start to fall so that they hit early, which would be on the troll because I'm going over the troll. Like when I see I'm going over the troll, I decide to start turning the the back cars into uh, a weapon into missiles. <laughs> So Incredible. Is this another creative destruction? No. Or is um, this different? <laughs> this, I don't know what this is. Uh, <laughs> so, I am not sorry. This is Welcome where the Thornbill to... crew breaks the game. <laughs> no, the game is made quit. to be broken. <laughs> yes. um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I think, yes. give me, I think give me a roll to face fear. Okay. Uh, right. I am attempting something risky. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in the air. This is very dangerous for me right now. I, you know, I think Hendrix, I'm going to need you to face fear too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, no, I save your skin. Jeopardized. Save your save skin. Your skin. Okay. Yeah. I kind of figured that was going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to mark another essence to push myself again. Yeah. I got a seven. Okay. I got <laughs> a nine. I'm standing nowhere near these bozos. No. <laughs> You're the one so, that did this. This is I'm taking, I know. I'm just taking pictures. I'm probably taking a video at this point. So here's here's how this happens. We're gonna start with Marv. For this to work the way you want, uh, I think one of two things is going to happen. You you start sawing away at the connection between the cabin and the rest of this train, and as you do, you see the rift appear in the air. Uh, and you can see uh. that uh, the cabin is going to go into it. Either you're going to need to keep your magnet stuck to the cabin and go into the rift, or you're going to need to stick your cabin to the rest of the, or the, your magnet to the rest of the train, like the second car, and you're mm -hmm. going down with it. <laughs> and Hendrix, you're going to get, you're going to be in the footfall, the, the planet fall of this train. <laughs> Not as bad as if you'd missed, but yeah. some. Yeah. I, I would like to think that Ace is, if not up to them, very close to catching her now, since the the time would have the train would have passed. If you want to be, but if you are there, <laughs> I need you to also zone. roll to save yeah. your skin. So, 
Although I think, well, can I can I argue that upon seeing this maneuver that that Marv is doing, he's just kind of standing dumbstruck? Or are you still only to roll? I can roll. Uh, no, I mean, it, I, w I was going to give you an out, but if you want to be catching up to <laughs> Hendrix, you're very much in danger. <laughs> I mean, you said it was, you, you you described it as outrage, didn't you? I mean, that's a powerful that's, thing. That's true. Okay, you, you give me roll, a roll, my save guy. your skin too. Yeah. All right. That is a one for me, which makes that seven. <laughs> okay, uh, you two are going to suffer some some harm. Oh, gosh. I'm tempted to have you roll a d6, but that seems too variable. Andrew? Yes. Roll me 2d3. <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll uh, 2d6 and cut them both in yeah. half. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want to know the individuals or the total? The total. Okay, the total is four. Okay. So, what is and what is your choice? Are you going into the rift or are you sticking with the rest of the train? So, am I allowed to ask if we know what the rift is or like where nope. the trains go? Okay. Then <laughs> I think Marv in the split moment, he knows that he can't leave Lars behind. So, he is going to go down with this train and he does have something he wants to say as he is coming down on this troll. Okay, what do you say? He is going to say Chugga chugga choo choo, you sneaky, and then he hits, so he never gets said. Boom! <laughs> 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 and the rest of this train comes crashing down just at the base of the other side of the bridge, like right right in front of all of the protesters. And it, it's gonna deal half the harm to all three of you, so all three of you are gonna take two harm. Okay. Uh, and the concerned troll is going to take four harm, which this train falls pretty squarely on it, uh, and it is reduced to an explosion of construction material. Convenient. Uh, and which Theodore's splatters... recording the whole thing, right? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm recording the whole thing. Which splatters uh, all over the, the ravine, uh, and the concern troll is no more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Theodore kind of uh... hits the, uh, the, the stop button on his recording and puts his phone into his pocket and Kind of gives like a little smile and then turns around and walks back to City Hall. <laughs> okay. My job is done uh, the, the other three of you are broken and battered in the, the <laughs> mess. The, the mess of the Eternal Rail Yard. And I, I think assume you see, the rage is worn off now. Uh, yeah, and you feel the outrage leaving your, your body. You Your memory does not... Uh, remains it, you don't yes. have the same sort of forgetfulness now that the concern troll is no more and the crowd of protesters on the other side of the bridge you can see them so, like slow and they let their signs fall to their sides and the chants die out uh, and they all look sort of confused at one another and then they all just walk off into town uh. <laughs> yes hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, uh, just because you solved it's... my troll puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just as a last thing, because it's like the only move I didn't use, I, I'm going to use my imagination to warp the scene around me to make an escalator that goes back up to like where City Hall is so I can just step onto the escalator and not have to walk all the way back up. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Excellent. That's awesome. Can, can we do like... A little bit of, I mean, those two kind of had them, but can we? Can I have a closing moment for Ace? I have an idea. Of course, idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he picks himself up. He's like 
this suit was very nice when he put it on this morning. It's not anymore. It's covered in <laughs> no. sweat. It's ripped. It's ruined. But I think just later on, like time time skip happens, and he's uh, he ends up back at his station, and he opens the door, <laughs> and he just sees this ab- absolute travesty, <laughs> and. Uh-huh. And he doesn't. He doesn't get angry. He he's had plenty of anger for a while, but he. And this is just. I'm leading into absurdia for this. Please. But I think, I think as he enters, he he's hearing like sparks sputtering, and you know the 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 coffee the the coffee pot is. He sees it over there, sitting there, and he sees his setup there on the table. But as he as he steps in and turns on the light. It's almost as if this place is injured very badly, but alive-ish. He, he, he gets the feeling like it's like a welcome home. He opens it. It's a mess. But it's like he starts to... It's your mess. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it's, covered in, it's covered in paints and everything, but I think he's just standing there in the middle of all this chaos. And through his sheer, through his sheer earnest wish to have this restored, he just closes his eyes and he starts remembering all the great times he's had here. And then as he's like projecting this as it was, projecting this the, the station as it was out into the air, telekinetically everything starts lifting and rearranging and repairing and like even his um, Beauty and the Beast. Why not? <laughs> like even his like even his even his suit is like he, his eyes are closed so he can't see anything, but he's just like through power of will, he's imagining this, and and he's he, it's not like he's expecting this to work at all. He's just like, oh, I so wish, I so wish, and and then he opens his eyes and and everything, and all of a sudden everything is back as it was. Even his even his suit has has repaired itself, and oh man, the, I need some of that. And on the, uh, the on air sign that would usually light up, oddly. It lights up, but it's instead of saying on air like it always does, it says, "Welcome back, boss." <laughs> and he Fabulous. he takes his and he takes his place at the on the stool, ready to report on the very odd happenings of of this of this past day. Yeah, Marv, you want to close us out? Yeah. So Marv, you know, everyone else walks off. The crowd leaves. Uh, he catches up with his friend Hendrix later. We'll probably get into this into like the the debrief, but uh, I think that we actually like are generally on good terms with all four of us. But the the events of today made that not the case. Um, After the outrage subsides, I think yeah, yeah. And well, I think I don't know uh, if you told Ace what you did, but (laughs) that might change things. But generally, that might change things. (laughs) Yes, but um, uh, he's just like thinking back and everything that happened today. He's like kind of picking himself up, dusting himself off. And he's like making his way slowly out of this ravine back up to the, uh, the street. Uh, he's an older guy. So, you know, it takes him a little while and he gets up there and his friend, uh, Lars, his, uh, his living scooter is up there and he just looks down at Lars and he just says, well, uh, that was a uh, quite an absurd day today, eh, boy. And he gets on <laughs> Lars and drives off into the, uh, into the sunset sort towards his junkyard. Incredible. Uh, and I think we close <laughs> uh, with the uh, a scene of the the bridge, uh, the last remnants of it, and a sign that says decommissioned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Uh-
Yes. That was so good. That was, that was, that was so epic. Fun. That was amazing. I love that. That was great. Thank uh, you so much. Yeah, thank oh, you so you're much very welcome. We didn't really get to this, but one thing I wanted to add, because I'm proud of it, uh, the the concern troll came into existence because it lives under a bridge. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was going to call so it a concern <laughs> troll. That's so I good. Love <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yeah. All nice. right. Awesome. Well, uh, Quinn, you'll come back for a uh, a debrief at some point to yeah. kind of talk about this because I really want to talk about the system with you. So. Totally. All right. Cool. We will come back uh, in uh, in two weeks and finish that up. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk about this. It's gonna be really good. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this. This was super super fun. Great yeah. way to kick off the year with our first uh, one shot of yeah. the year. Yes, definitely. Thank you so and, much for um, having me. Oh, Thank yeah. you for coming, and we, we will see it. everyone in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.